now tuned into the greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. Tim, you can go and brush your shoulder off. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies and pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this special edition, Friday afternoon, Money Talks. I'm your host, the best ever in WU, the RAWF Hall of Famer, 20-some-time UEW champion, Karma Hardcore Hall of Famer, ECW Hall of Famer, NWN Hall of Famer, best ever to wrestle in DOG wrestling, Money Sue Herringbone here. So, uh... You know, uh, no show the last couple weeks. Uh, we last got together a few weeks ago uh, with Ricky Hot Rock. Uh, one of the better, sh- uh, one of the better shows we've had. Uh, we were joined by, like I said, Ricky Hot Rock discussing his banning, and we were joined by uh, one of the one of the uh, uh, mods of the game, or one of the owners, uh, Kevin. So uh, that was a great show. Um, I promised this show a couple weeks ago. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do it on uh, the Wednesday nights. So we're here live Friday afternoon, special edition. So, uh, you know, I've gotten several inboxes thanking me for doing this show. Very interested in our guest today. So um, we'll be joined here very shortly by uh, Crypto Zoo Mahler. So and we're looking forward to that and uh, everybody out there catching the replay. So, um but until we get a call from Crypto here, we're going to go ahead and get things started here. Um, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, so uh, um, you know, a lot of things have been going on in the WU world. Uh, I'll, like to, I'll get started with um, with uh, some of my matches and some things that I've been getting into. Um, so, you know, um, Tag Mania is coming up, and I'm really looking forward to Tag Mania. This is the first year that I have uh, participated in Tag Mania. So um, looking forward to that, and I will be joining forces with a friend of mine, Spectacular. Uh, he does some great artwork, great wrestler. He's the leader of the stable, the clan. So uh, we are looking forward to that. Uh, I like our chances in that. And like I said, Spectacular, he's going to be a heck of a tag team partner, and I feel that we can go go deep into this. So. Um, we're really, really, really looking forward to that. So, um, another thing in, uh, really, really big accomplishment for, uh, the money one this week here. I have made it to the quarterfinals, so I have guaranteed a payday in the Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Now, that tournament is a huge tournament, uh, ran by Lord Amadeus and RAWF in memory of Xanther, the Platinum Dragon. So, uh, the payouts of this tournament are absolutely huge. Uh, I am one of two people already advanced to the quarterfinal round of eight, um, and uh, we're waiting on those matches. So, But uh, reaching the quarterfinals has guaranteed me, I think, a minimum of 2.5 million coins and 250 web bucks. So uh, very excited for that. 
So uh, you know, a couple other things here, uh, and then we should be being joined by our guest, uh, Crypto. Uh, you know, touching base on our show a couple weeks ago, it appears that uh, it appears that Ricky Hot Rock um, is back in the game. So uh, all that discussion last week, uh, there was a lot of rumors going around of his permanent ban. Um, he thought that he was going to be banned permanently, but he is back. So, um, anyways, you know, without further ado here, I am going to bring on my guest today. Uh, people are messaging me like crazy for this interview. Uh, very excited um, to have this guy on here. Um, this is actually the first time him and I have ever probably talked. Uh, we've never really uh, crossed paths in the games. So, uh, I think we'll be... Uh, in for a treat here. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to uh, bring on now my guest this week for this very special edition of Money Talks. He is uh, the Crypto Zoo Mauler. So, Crypto, uh, welcome to Money Talks. How are you? Thank you. Well, you know, uh, before we get started here, I um, just want to let you know that uh, my inbox has been going crazy all morning since I announced that we were be good doing this show. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately for the live aspect of it, Friday afternoon, uh, middle of the day on the East Coast, uh, uh, late morning on the West Coast. So a lot of people are going to be catching this replay tonight, Crypto. They're looking forward to this interview. Uh, the show, the ratings for the show should be uh, tremendously high. And uh, I'm kind of glad that we are doing this in the afternoon like this time because um, it seems to me that uh, you're a very – you're a, you're a very con- controversial character in this game, so the ch- at least I don't have to deal with the chat room now. So, uh, welcome to the show, Crypto. Thanks for joining us. And uh, like I said, we're going to get right into this interview here. So, Crypto, uh, you know, uh, I just mentioned you and I have uh, really never crossed paths on the game. I've had several messages, uh, all I would say very, very mixed reactions. Some people saying, can't wait to your show, going to catch the replay. Some people are asking, why am I even letting you on uh, on the air and that I'm taking a risk uh, even letting you on the air because of the character you portray. So I'm going to get right into it. Your haters out there, what is behind all that? There's several things behind it. One is that I have standards about who I fan. Uh, some people get upset about it because they think that everybody should fan everybody and we should all be like one big happy family giving each other hugs and, uh, you know, jerking each other off or whatever. But uh, I don't believe that. I think that uh, we should have the people in our feed that we want to have in our feed. And those people should be, if not your friend, then at least somebody that you can work a program with. Like um, I've got a lot of people that I'm enemies with that are my fan because – we know that we can run a good program together. And uh, people like Hell Machine at the BBA, even Emperor Rick Nelson and all those guys, uh, me and Joey Green, you know, all those people that are supposedly my enemies, but we can still put on a good show for people and get along backstage and, and leave all the yelling at each other and beating the crap out of each other for the cameras. Uh, the other thing is um, when I was still new, I did get in trouble. This was my first ban. My first ban was for um, storylining about the death of K-Rock. Because apparently, you know, that was in bad taste, and I did remove it from my feed. 
but um, I still got in trouble for it because of addiction, uh, spamming it in every single scene that he could. Like, literally every scene had, even if it had nothing to do with me, he would um, copy and paste what I had said about uh, finding out who was responsible for the death of K-Rock and that I, I Crypto Zumaler, was going to get to the bottom of the mystery and everything like that, you know. Trying to be in character about it, but um, it was in bad taste, and I, I removed it from my feed, but I still got in trouble for it. That was my first ban. A lot of people never forgave me for that, but um, I think that I've redeemed myself since then. And uh, the, the second and third bans were, were pretty much bullshit because uh, the first, the, well, the second ban, I should say, was me giving fan support to somebody who had been in my stable for a long time and had just recently left the stable, but on good terms. That would be a million-pound booty. <laughs> That's actually her name. Um so I gave fans Yes, I'm, I'm, well, I'm well aware of the million pound booty. She's a, because she was it was a against great competitors. Who I have a no contact agreement with. Um, I got banned for a very short time, and then the third time was with when you have a no contact order against somebody, they're not supposed to reference you really, except to say oh, I can't talk about it because of a no contact agreement. Well, all I did was say the name that I cannot name. And I got banned for 16 days for that. So that I really object to. Um, so really, I think that the, the first ban might have been, you know, something that, hey, you know, smarten up. But the second and third bans were pretty much bullshit, in my opinion. All right, go ahead with your question. Yeah, I, um, uh, oh, I agree with you there. Um, you know, like I said, uh, I, I've told the world, you, I, you and I, this is – New to us, this, I think this is around the first time we've ever crossed paths, um, and uh, I have I personally have nothing against you. Um, the whole K Rock incident, you know, pe- people make mistakes. I'm, I'm sure you're not the only uh, person in the game to ever make a mistake or ever to uh, thought that you went too far. You know, I've crossed, I've came close to crossing the line many times like that. So, uh, you know, you you learn from your mistake, and, and that's respectable. Uh, as far as to what you said there, I'd like to, I'd like to chime in on um, something you said. You said a no contact clause now can you fill me and the listeners in um is that a no contact clause between you and lady vex was that made agreeable between you you two yeah, or was there moderators right the broadcast i did make sure that i could mention her uh because um i asked the moderator three i know a lot of people call him batman and um he said that i would be able to uh talk about it as long as i didn't talk about it in the Woo forums or the Woo scenes or the Woo feed. So right, yeah, the, this blog being talk, a radio uh, show black, that's separate, black, I'm black, able to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Blog and Talk Radio is, is, is on limits here. And hearing me out. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, and I'm going to touch base on that real quick now. A um, couple things here, and I'm, we'll get back to your interview, Crypto, but uh, – you know, a couple of things that frustrated me this morning here is, and Lady Vex is one of them. Uh, I, I have personally have no uh, world in the blue moon who Lady Vex is. I was never in any companies with her, her and her friend Sai, uh, who Sai, I believe I was in some companies with Sai, but uh, not no rivalries with them, but yet they constantly, constantly have my name in their mouth. Now, 
you know, I take it they are fans of me. They are fans of the money man. Uh, they may have some little sexual tension towards me because, you know, I know Lady Vex, especially her husband, Jonathan Ryo, he is a coward. He is a terrible wrestler, and he is just terrible. And uh, I whooped his ass to retain one of my titles here uh, earlier in the week. So uh, before we get all along with your um, deep into your interview here, Crypto, so we don't forget this segment, one of my listeners' favorite segment, that I am going to give two quick award, awards right here. Um, I am going to go to uh, Jonathan Ryo, the Douchebag of the Week Award right here. You are a douchebag. That's right, a douchebag. And for his unlovely wife, Lady Vex. Okay, now back to you. Crypto, I, I, I want to get right into this next question here. You know, um, one of the uh, most outspoken pers- uh, people on the feed out here had a big problem with me doing this uh, interview today, and he, he made it very clearly. So can can we get a little background on the problem of uh, you and Rook? Yes, uh, Rook has been known to uh, dress up as me and um, impersonate me because he can't handle me in trash talk battles and the proof there is available for anyone that wants them. I have links. Um, but basically, the problem with Rook stems from my feud with addiction. Because it's because of me that addiction is gone, pretty much. He got he got worked up over me. And you can say that he said he mouthed off to the moderators, but he got worked up because of me. I'm the reason addiction is buried. So if you want to blame someone, blame me. Uh, I don't care because addiction was just bad news. He couldn't keep things uh, kayfabe at all. Everything was a shoot to this guy. So, um, I, I, you know, I'd rather work with somebody that knows it's a work. And uh, addiction d- didn't know the difference. Or he, could, he knew the difference, he couldn't keep keep the difference straight. So uh, that is why Rook doesn't like me, because I beat addiction, took him out of the, out of the world. Um, all these other people that have stepped up to me have gone down, like Kuto Wolf. Uh, Mike Steele Jr. and I are actually, are actually on cool terms right now, but uh, he and I used to be on bad terms. Uh, PTK, uh, he and I used to be on horrible terms. Uh, he was even attacking She-Hulk just because she was my friend. And um, we got that sorted out. So PTK and I are basically at a truce. Uh, now, Frozen Rage and I are, are not getting along, but uh, we've never gotten along because he is pretty much an asshole and says, right so in, says so in his profile. So um, he's just playing his part as an asshole. Um Rook is a troll. That's his uh, gimmick. So he's going to be trolling me, and um, he's just a failure at it because uh, you can't face me. So since we're, you know, and I want to get back to this, since you know, because it's just kind of eating at me here. So since since we're on Blog Talk Radio, and pretty much anything goes here, uh, what 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 is the deal with Lady Vex? I mean, does she think she's somebody? She's special or not? I mean. Um, 
I don't really see any ring skills. I, I don't really see any good. She has good art letter. skills, so with computer graphics. Um, well, she, so does about seventy other people in the game. She claims to be a good GM and a good wrestler, but I have really yet to see it. She actually quit OCW. I don't know if a lot of your listeners know this because it's pretty new. I think it just happened this morning. Uh, she left OCW because she got tired of, of the three-man teams, the six-man tag teams, you know, the division. Um, yes. She got tired of people leaving the company and coming back to the company, and she didn't want to deal with it as a GM, so she just quit. Now, I find that unprofessional, personally. I'm a GM for three companies, my own company, Unparalleled Championship Wrestling, Maximum Entertainment, which I'm running on behalf of Fire Chief Bill and Smokey Joe Chronic until they return, which they are planning on returning. Uh, Fire Chief Bill is undergoing some major surgery, um, actually multiple surgeries, so um, we need all the uh, good thoughts and prayers that you want to send his way. Uh, he, he could really use those. And then the third one that I GM for is Ego Pro, which had bought out the other previous company I've been working for, USS. Uh, not, not USSW, but um, USWA. I do uh, feature heavily in the storylines at USSW, but I'm not a GM there. Um, so, yes, um, Ego Pro, I run their flagship show is what I like to call it because um, I've got all the best guys, in my opinion. Not all the best guys, but whenever we have the show versus show, my show always pretty much dominates. And when I run that show, I keep myself out of the matches so that people can't complain about me because I hear people complaining, oh, you know, you've got a title at this company or whatever. And I'm like, hey, I'm not up for any title shots on my show. So uh, stick it. <laughs> so, all right, go ahead. Well, with Crypto, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you messaged that. I'm glad you mes- uh, mentioned that because you know I, I don't know if you you know anything about myself or not, but you know I, I've been in the game for a long time, and I'll get your history in the, in, a, in a moment here. But I've been in the game for like six or seven years. Uh, sat out one year completely, um, then just came back to the game. Uh, you know, and the only problem I've ever really had was with one company, and you know that that's old news. So I'm, I'm really not even going to bring it up anymore. But you know. Um, I felt that I gave a lot of effort in this company. It was a uh, it was a company that had one or two shows a week, and it was based on activity, participation, matches won. I mean, they did a great job. The GMs did a great job with the rankings, stuff like that. However, you know, the major title shots always went to the GMs, and uh, the, you know, there was a set of rules for some people, and then there was a set of rules for other people. You know, and I, and I called that out, and uh, it caused me a lot of enemies and a lot of uh, problems, but. Uh, you know, I think it was a group of guys and, and female wrestlers that you know just thought that they were going to bully bully people, and uh, that that just wasn't going to work with me. Uh, when they got an enemy with me, they got an enemy for life. Um, so you know, I think that was big, and I think that's uh, big that you do that. And um, I like when the GMs stay out of the title matches. I think that's a great way to go. So uh, kudos to you for that. So uh, you know, uh, maybe now let's go to the next question here, Crypto. Um, the Ricky Hot Rock banning incident. So, uh, uh, and I think I believe Claymore got banned. 
what, what's your take yeah, on that, that uh, whole scenario? He was there? doing an induction ceremony for his Hall of Fame, and I stepped in and took over based on what Ricky Hot Rock had sent me on Facebook. So I finished out the show because the show must go on, in my opinion. And uh, some people took exception to that because I guess they want Ricky Hot Rock to just stay gone. But uh, that's not going to happen because I don't think that the the crime that he did was um, worth a lifetime ban, in my opinion. So uh, something I, got upset because I finished out his scene. It's basically what it is. Well, you know, speaking of bands, you know, you know, crypto. It seems to me that lately, since all this went down, uh, like the 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 story of the feed and the story of some scenes seem to be uh, just people are looking for ways to report people and are trying to get them banned from the game. And I think if that's what that has come to, I think it's pretty sad. Do you agree with me on that? I do, and I would like to address the rumors that um, I'm the one responsible for reporting people. I am not. I assure you, I'm not good friends with the moderators. Even though they know me very well, and Moderator 3 is always watching me, uh, you know, they call him Batman, um, I have never reported on anyone. I did one time mention something about Lady Vexed, because uh, she was it seemed like she was talking straight to me after the NCO. That was like, I mentioned it to the moderator, like, isn't she the one that wanted this NCO? Basically is what I said. Um, and so I have never reported anybody. So you can put those rumors to rest. Yeah, no, you have no, no I don't know how to right? do that. Or did you want me to go into my background? No, let's go. You know, hey, we got, we got time here. Uh, we got plenty of time here. And you know, just before I get to any any more questions, you know, I think it would be fair. How'd you get your start in WU? Uh, any, the any funny thing is, I saw have, have an I saw these ads me. showing up every once in a while, like you see on Facebook. It says, "Hey, check out this game," and then you have a few comments, and most of them are negative, and then some are like, "Oh yeah, this is a good game," and then um, I'm like, "Well." I asked a question on, on that ad, and nobody responded. So, like, literally about two months passed, and I see it again. And I'm like, well, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to check it out. So I went into the game. I was like, okay, okay. Got some character options here. And um, when I play the video games, I always go by the Mauler because, well, that's one of the names that they call out. You know, they their um, preset vocabulary is very limited in what they'll actually call out when you're, they're announcing people to the ring. So that was the one I used. But there were so many maulers already in Wrestler Unstoppable. I wanted to be different. So I wanted to do something that's going to be a good gimmick for me, like, like Al Snow explains the difference between a character and a gimmick. Character is something that's, you're basically acting because you're not really anything like that character. But a gimmick is something that is a character that you can get behind because there's so much of yourself involved in it. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin is more of a gimmick than a character because the character of Stone Cold Steve Austin 
is pretty much Steve Austin, right? That's a question correct. for you. Okay. Yes, correct. All right, so I just want to make sure you're on the same page with me. So um, where I'm getting at with all this is um, I have actually seen a lake monster in Lake Champlain. They call it Champy. I've also seen a ghost at least one time that I can definitely say was a ghost. And so the paranormal has always interested me because I've also heard a demon talk to me. I'm not insane. I've never done any kind of hard drugs. Um, but it was when I was meditating. And um, so basically I believe in these uh, paranormal incidences. It's what I believe. So that when I take uh, the role of Cryptozoomaller, he believes he was attacked by a Bigfoot. Now, was it a bear? Was it a Bigfoot? Hey, it's up to uh, us to decide. But um, he believes his sister was abducted by aliens. His sister disappeared when he was still growing up. His parents uh, went off to a sea lab under the water and were um, marine biologists and doing studies for the military. Hush, hush, I can't really talk too much about it, because I don't know if you know this or not, but Sea Lab 3 was actually sabotaged. Um, and this is something you can look up independently, or your listeners can look up. So uh, the military got really paranoid about people uh, sabotaging their future um, underwater projects. So... Um, Crypto's parents were involved in that, and uh, that that would be my parents, obviously, because I'm the crypto Zoomaller, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. And um, so that's why I say that I'm from the north side of Atlantis, because I actually have been underwater, even though I didn't live there, my parents did. Um, I've been down there, and there's a lot of cool stuff down there, and a lot of cool stuff that hasn't been properly scientifically explained and there's a lot of cool stuff above ground that hasn't been properly explained or can't be properly explained by science and that's what crypto likes to bring to the forefront is he he goes around to all these places and he shows you that there are things out there that cannot be explained but that doesn't make them any less real and he he will also um charities like uh, we just recently did a show in New Zealand and I did some great charity work there with the bushwhackers and uh, he will also um, obviously support wildlife conservation and I've done things with the black ferrets which uh, at one time were extinct if you can believe that or not Uh, but it's true at one time the black footed ferret was extinct in the in the United States, and uh, they actually found that they were still alive and were able to recover the species. There's a lot of species out there that are in critical danger, and crypto likes to raise awareness for those types of species. And so he, when he does his shows and he does his promos, yeah, he's talking about kicking somebody's ass, but he's also talking about some good stuff too. All right, back to you. I can, I can, I can appreciate that because. Uh... You know, uh, Money Sue's in the same way. You know, I have some different. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I believe uh, uh, 
endangered animals are a very important cause, and, you know, and I have my own charities too, but that's a very honorable view, and uh, we appreciate the story there. So um, who who would you say crypto? And uh, in a second here, I'm just going to turn things over to you and let you say say what you need to say because you asked, asked to be a guest on this show. So, uh, you know, uh, I do have some questions for you, but, you know, my next one here is, you know, who, who are, you would say, maybe the one or two toughest opponents inside a WU ring uh, that you have dealt with? That I have dealt with, um, well, Malice was one of them, but I recently just squashed him. So I, I'd say I've removed Malice from my list. Um, mm-hmm. Paragon of Greatness used to be tough for me, but now I'm beating him more than he's beating me. Uh, same with Mithras, the title machine is always a tough fight. But, you know, I'd say we were about 50-50 against each other. There are still a lot of tough guys, like the guy that, Looks like He-Man. He's pretty tough all the time. Greek Lantern's pretty tough all the time. Um, there's a lot of guys that are really tough for me to beat if they know my strengths and weaknesses. And if they fought me before, they usually will know my strengths and weaknesses. And I'm not going to let everybody know my strengths and weaknesses, so they're just going to have to figure them out for themselves. But um, my stats are not even across the board, put it that way. But I wouldn't say that I'm really weak in any one area where, like, they can always rely on it. Go ahead. All right. Crypto, well, you know, we do have to take a, uh, because of our station owners here, I have to take a very, very quick song break. So hang on a couple minutes, please, and we'll get right back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special Friday edition of Money Talks, joined by the controversial, polarizing figure of WU, Crypto Zoom Mahler, and we'll be right back. The pecan chicken salad sandwich is back with the same chicken, pecan, celery, and during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
All right, everybody, welcome back to this special Friday edition of Money Talks. Uh, like I said, everybody, anybody just joined us are going to be catching the replay here later. Uh, a couple weeks ago we had our show. Uh, we're not back to the normal Wednesday night schedule just yet, but we will be soon. Uh, big show a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ricky Hot Rock joined us. Um, then we are joined by the owner of this company, Susie the Elf, McCagus, and uh, one of the mods, I believe Kevin, or one of the one of the owners of the game, or something like that. So uh, you know, uh, then after that happened, I have I was approached by uh, the Crypto Zoom Mauler about being a guest on the show. Uh, I, I don't I don't know much about him. He's de- definitely not an enemy of mine, uh, and, and I don't judge people. So. Uh, you know, when I announced that he would be on my radio show, I have been got an inbox saying not to let this guy on. Um, some saying that they can't wait to hear what he has to say. So, you know, like I said, uh, he was more than welcome to come on this show. And uh, just to recap our first part of our interview here, you know, he seems like a pretty good guy to me. Uh, pretty hardworking GM. Uh, worked his way up the ladder like many of us have in this WU. Has some charitable causes. Uh, has went back and forth with some mods a couple times and has been banned a couple times, but uh, we all know that how that goes. There's two sides to every story. So, uh, you know, Crypto, uh, you still with us here? Yes, I am. Thank you. Okay. Crypto, I'm, I'm going to change, change the scene because so, obviously, you know, when we do have an interview like this, I do have to ask some of the boring questions like how you got your start, you know, who your rivals are and stuff like that because some people like to know that. But, you know, I'm kind of going to change directions with this here. You know, it seems to me that, you know, uh, you know, there's not many shows on this game uh, or radio shows, the WVU. One of them is strictly to uh, – a certain company, I'm in that company, RAWF. I feel it's one of the best companies in a game. You know, but my show is more like of a controversial topic, uh, current events type of deal. So, you know, you approach me to come on this show. Is there something you'd like to address to the whole WU universe right now, the way the game is being played, to the haters out there, you know, to the people that uh, aren't uh, aren't um, – as self-confident as guys like myself, you, and Ricky Hot Rock that, you know, that feel that they're being bullied and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to turn it over to you now. What, what do you want to address to the WU world right now? I would just like to tell people to think for themselves, to don't just um, hate on somebody because you have a fan that you really like uh, to remain your fan who doesn't like somebody. Don't let that affect what you decide about what you like. Think for yourself. That's what I'd like to say. All right. You know, well, uh, you know, and I agree I agree with what you said. Uh, what what's next in the game for the crypto zoom all? Are you any uh you know, I know you've got your GM work going on, are you targeting anybody in specific? Uh, any uh are you gonna be in Tag Mania? Will you participate in in WWC coming up? Uh, what's next for you, my man? I'm in the Olympics. I'm uh, going to be in Tagmania on July 4th when it starts. Um, with Red Demon Wolf, who's in my USL stable. And our tag team name, uh, which we've never tagged before, really, um, is going to be the Wolf Fang Fists. Because, hey, why not? Uh, because uh, if you don't know, Mahler wears uh, pretty heavy uh, protection on one arm. And that's in case he encounters a Bigfoot or something. And um, it's also kind of like the, you know, the blackjack mulligan thing where you can use it in the ring. And um, so there's the fist part. And the wolf fang, of course, being she's red demon wolf. So um, 
I don't know, but a lot of people will probably know it from uh, Dragon Ball, so which is another cool little jab. Even though <laughs> poor, the poor guy gets made fun of. Uh, Yamcha, I believe his name is, um, he is one of the most powerful humans in that show. But everybody makes fun of him because he's always getting beat up by the big old alien guys. So anyway, um, let's let's show that guy some love, huh? <laughs> That's Go right. Ahead. And uh, we're joined out we're joined out here in the chat room today by uh, right now. Uh, got a couple guests out there uh, that won't reveal right. their identity, and we're also we're also joined by uh, the Peanut. So. Uh, Peanut, one of my former tag team partners. Uh, he's a pretty pretty decent wrestler on a scale of one to ten. Uh, I give him about uh, probably five or six. I carried him a lot, but uh, he tries his best. So, uh, Peanut, you're more than welcome to call in if you would like. Um, I call him Sir Peanut but, uh, because uh, we used to be in a stable together. <laughs> he was one of my knights. I was King Crypto. I was at uh, Big Dog Wrestling, which you can find on Pillar to Post on YouTube. Uh, but you have to go way back because um, he and I got into a big old tiff because uh, he wanted to put me in a dress stipulation match and, and he was letting people run roughshod over me by giving me handicap matches where I'm like against four people. He's letting it happen and and laughing about it. And he's letting them bully me on the air in the live chat. And I took exception to it, and I finally lost the match one-on-one. And they're talking about how they're going to rape me and everything, because I guess they find that funny. And I just said, no, I'm done with this. I'm out of here. And technically, I still have the belt to this day, because I never lost it. That was a non-title match that I lost. So anyway... Um, that's the story with that. I was at one point in time King Crypto, and he was one of my knights, Sir Peanut. So let's hear from Sir Peanut first. Uh, Peanut is not really saying much right now. So, uh, but we all we also are joined in the chat by Strangleheart now, and uh, I have a feeling that uh, a couple of the people in here that won't identify themselves. I believe one of them is probably Malice, from what my sources are telling me, and the other one is the War Dog Alpha. So uh, they are out here listening, I believe, as well as many people with the uh, with the uh, going to catch the replay later. So um, you know, crypto. I got I got to be honest with you. You know, I was expecting um, something really more. You know, from the inboxes I got, they're saying that you know that you were just not a very uh, very nice guy, and uh, you know I don't I, I don't seem to agree with all that at all. You know I think you're a pretty laid back guy. Uh, you have your enemies in the game, but who doesn't? So uh, you know um, you know yeah. So you know anything else you'd want to say? If, uh, I'm turning the air over to you. I mean you're sure you're you holding anything back from us? You know is there somebody out there that has just set you off the edge at, in a W world that just needs put in their place? Oh, there's a lot of people that need to put in their place, but um, I'm just going to let them do what they always do, and I don't chase. They come after me. So let's let let's let some people talk. All right. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there you have it. And uh, any closing remarks, Crypto, before I let you go here? 
I would just like to thank you for letting me talk and uh, have my time because um, I've tried to do this on other blog talk radio shows, and they've always cut me off and found it funny, kicked me out of the chat for no reason at all, really, just because people are getting upset that I'm even there. So I want to thank you, Money Sue, for giving me this time to get everything off my chest that I had on there. Not a problem. Uh, Money Talks is a fair episode, a fair show here. Uh, anybody is welcome to call in. I, I mean anybody. Uh, I know I'll get some riff for that because I did not allow somebody on the air um, a while back ago, but they didn't follow the rules. You know, my rules are simple. Uh, if you want to be a guest on my show, you inform me. That's step number one. Step number two is uh, I, I don't ask you for any personal information. Obviously, I see your phone number. But, you know, even with my enemies, I'm very well respected. I would never go that route on WU and share anybody's information like that. I just ask you for your area code so I know that it's really you when you're calling. Or uh, when I do have my co-host, which, you know, we're in a, we're in a different time today. Uh, the Demon Donald could not join us today, or we don't have a guest co-host today, so I cannot screen calls. So, but if I am screening calls, you don't make a voice up. You don't tell me you're another wrestler and get on the air and, or, and try to ignore me. You tell me who you are, and you're welcome to say your piece on here. Whether I agree with you or not, I give everybody their fair time as long as they follow the rules. So, Crypto, uh, to your point, you're, you're welcome to call back any time you like. Uh, you know, uh, probably for the next month or so, month and a half, we probably won't be on a regular schedule, but uh, I, I do always post um, either the day of or the day before we do a show. So, uh, like I said, you're always welcome to call on here. And uh, good luck with all your GMing and your wrestling and uh, all your endeavors in the game, buddy. So you take care. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was an uh, interview with Crypto Zoo Mahler. And i got to say, pretty laid-back guy. Um, Maybe some, uh, you know, it happens in the game. There is uh, a lot of people that just don't like some people, and uh, they say stuff. But, uh, you know, I do want to get back to a couple things here. Uh, the last couple weeks or the last month or so, I'm just really disappointed with what I've been seeing on the feed, uh, people just looking for ways to get people in trouble or get them banned from the game. Um, you know, like I said, I, I don't want to say that I'm innocent. You know, I've talk trash and I've made people not want to play this game and stuff like that but you know I've always done it you know my way stuff like that I, I would not report people I think that is Bush League okay there is a block and an unfan button uh, if you don't want to deal with somebody and, uh, you know some people have this game is a good uh, release stress release for them and uh, some people that's maybe all they have to do is play this game so you know I, I'd like to see the people cut out to trying to ban people and stuff like that. So um, I do got another caller right now, and uh, I'm going to bring him on the air. Uh, we're just going to bring you on. We're unscreened today. So uh, just uh, caller, who's this, and welcome to Money Talks. Well, I'm going to go on record before I even let you know who I am and tell you that despite what some people believe, I actually am a fan of crypto. How you doing, Sheena Malice? Mr. Malice, how are you? Thank you for calling in. Uh, and I guess you, we made it clear at your first point there that you were a fan of crypto. 
So I believe uh, I believe if I'm right, uh, Crypto mentioned you as one of his rivals, and uh, he said though he has been having his way in the ring with you lately, or completely cut you off one of the two. I can't remember what he said, but uh, would you like to speak on anything that was said by uh, Mr. Crypto in our past interview there? Uh, I'll speak on a few different things there. We'll start with uh, him supposedly having his way with me or cutting me off or however he chose to word it. I very strategically handed him a win in this past week USL. That is the only time crypto has ever bested me in any match. Ever. Let's go ahead and put that on record. It, 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 if it's on my like show, it's on, on my show, Mr. Malice, it's on record, so go ahead. I would like to go ahead and touch on a little something that I heard him say revolving around why Rook doesn't like him and how he is to blame for addiction. And it's not completely true. Well, okay, he, well, can he, I cut you off right there? Can I cut you off right he, there real He did quick. get targeted by addiction. Can I cut you off there real I'm quick? I'm not going to deny that. Fill, Go ahead. Could you, can you fill me in on all on all of that? Because that was one part of the interview that I was com- completely uh, lost on, and then I got temporarily distracted for a second. So can you fill, fill me in on the whole Rook addiction crypto thing real quick, please? Well, for those of you who don't know, Rook, longtime friend of mine, current stablemate, is a troll, and one of his favorite things to do is find somebody who he can have fun with, get some cheap laughs from, regardless of how he goes about it. And he managed to find Crypto, and he's had a lot of fun just fucking with Crypto. Crypto thinks he's trying to get under his skin or whatever he may say. Nope. Rook is just fucking with him for laughs, and he enjoys it. Now, I don't understand why Crypto believes that Rook has some sort of animosity towards him for addiction. Yes, Rook had some semblance of respect for addiction, but he didn't really like the guy. Let's be honest. Nobody really liked addiction. Not even himself. But Rook and addiction both have one common thing, and that is that they have targeted crypto, much like Lady Vex, much like myself, much like Mike Steele Jr. A lot of people have targeted crypto. Personally, I was aiming for angles. I was looking to get him going in, uh, what is that, fucking GEWC, whatever the fuck it is, Global Elite. Yes. Really enjoyed that company. I've seen him doing work in there, and I was like, yo, think this kid has some potential, depending on what he's got and how well he works. I'll try to get behind him low-key like I've done with a lot of other people, pause, uh, just so that way I can help them get their names out there and become a force in the world. I have created a lot of well-known personalities in my time here. I've been here in Unstoppable since the beginning, and we can go even further back to FBW, so I have a legacy to speak on. But I don't know. I guess he he, uh, didn't like the fact that I have friends in the gallery of his haters, so to speak. He must have thought that I would be one of those people who would side with my friends over him in an argument or some shit and decided that, hey, I don't want to work with you. You you might just 
set me up and bring these people out and just have them mock me and bully me. And while I'm using that term, let's go ahead and cut that shit out of everybody's fucking language, folks. This is professional wrestling. There is no Thank you. such thing Thank you. as bullying. You are either trash Thank talking you. or you're going to shut the fuck up and sit on the sideline until you learn how to use your fucking mouth. There is no Thank bullying. You. Thank you. All right. Now, with that said, I, like I said, I wanted to see his potential, try to do some angles with him so I could further his name in the world. I have a very broad audience, despite what some people think. A lot of people think that I'm, a, I'm clicked up just because I recently got inducted into the Hall of Fame back in January. Congratulations, yes. by the way. There's no secret. Uh, don't congratulate me for that shit. Nobody gives a fuck about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> There's no secret that I'm a member of the Esoteric Society. I will be open about that from the day I joined it to the day that I retired, the day that I, well, I can't die. I'm immortal. But you get the fucking point. Thing is, it didn't really mean anything. Like, I've I've got the esoterics, I've got the flexigans, I've got the all-stars, I've got people that I've mingled with in small-time companies that nobody's ever heard of. Like, I legit have followers, fans, friends family, whatever you want to call him, I am one of the few people in Unstoppable who has his fingers, toes, whatever you want to go with, in a little bit of everything. And I take pride in that because that's pretty much the only reason why I actually accepted the Hall of Fame induction. It it gives me the opportunity to shine some light on lesser-known wrestlers, people who don't get the spotlight that they deserve. And there are a lot. But yeah, I agree. going you know, back to uh, the addiction thing, because I completely got off topic there. <laughs> that's okay. Ahead. We got time. You're good. Yeah. So addiction and crypto, everybody who knows addiction knows how he works. He finds someone that he deems a dumbass or a retard, and then he sets his sights on them and makes a thousand fucking scenes within a day to feed his ego and appease his sense of humor or whatever. Crypto was his flavor of the month. Now, unbeknownst to crypto, anyone who was recently unbanned, myself included, as well as addiction, we were under a microscope. The slightest infraction within a certain amount of time, and that repeal would have been taken away. Didn't matter if it was a a minor OOC thing. Didn't matter if you just blatantly went off and cut somebody full the fuck out like there's not kids in this game, which everybody knows that there is. Didn't matter what it is. Just as, If you do the smallest thing to go against the terms of service or the code of conduct, if you were just unbanned and brought back in, we'll take you right back out if, as long as you're within that 30-day, 60-day period. Well, addiction just happened to be within that period when he decided to go full-blown addiction on crypto. 
And not only did he go full-blown addiction on crypto, he also went full-blown addiction on Mod 1. How do I know? Because he sent me the screenshots. I saw them, and by God, that conversation was hilarious as fuck to read. I'm not going to lie. But, man, <laughs> if that's one way to get banned, that's the way to go. Like, if if you really wanted to try to get yourself banned, the best way to do it is go out with a bang and piss off the mods, apparently. So the reason why crypto has a lot of people barking at him is because he likes to put himself in the position of removing a person that he didn't have any type of control over that situation at all whatsoever. He just happened to be a person that was selected as someone to trash talk. He did trash talk back. Uh, whether or not he held his own is open to interpretation. Personally, when it comes to trash talking with addiction, if you lose, you don't know how to trash talk because he is not a trash talker. He just repeats himself over and over. He's a fucking parrot stuck on repeat. Personally, crypto is I am going to give Mr. Crypto. Malice, Mr. Malice, yep. I need to cut you off real quick. I, I want to, uh, it, in in the sense of fairness, I want to let you know that uh, Crypto is out in the chat room, and he says it sounds like you were here just to talk about yourself and that addiction was blown up because of Crypto and that he easily won that battle. Well, as I was going to say, I am going to credit Crypto with winning that battle because, as I said, Addiction is not a trash talker. He's just a guy who. Now, is Addiction talks still in trash. the game? I, 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 oh, I don't no. know of this person called Addiction. Okay. Thank addiction you. Addiction is not still in the game. Like, once he got banned well, again, you know, like, he's gone. He's a fan gone for good. Well, I thought, you know, prior to this prior to this show today, I thought I was pretty actively uh, aware of the big rivalries in WU and who who didn't like who and stuff like that. But uh, all, all of this is all news news to me today, so I'm kind of getting a little lesson here. So I appreciate you guys uh, filling me in on all this because, like I said, this is all uh, uh, this is all new to me. So I must not be very popular then because I, I don't know anything about any of this stuff. <laughs> now I'm going to speak directly to Crypto here, and he can take this however he wants to. Um, I am not here to talk about myself at all whatsoever. I am using things that happened in my career as a touching point to go and show people the intentions behind the things that some of the things that I do. What I am here to do is give you a little bit more insight as to why people don't like you since you can't seem to get it when I tell it to you in Unstoppable. If I tell it to you using my voice, Maybe then it will hit home a little bit more. People don't like you taking credit for things that you don't do, and people don't like you sticking your nose in things that you shouldn't really be involved in. Now, with it being wrestling, who gives a fuck what they like? Stick your nose wherever the fuck you want to, make enemies with whoever, and beat the shit out of them. That's why I said at the very start of this, as soon as I came in, I am a fan of crypto. I wouldn't go as far as to say that I'm a cryptomaniac yet. He ain't completely won me over. But I am watching, and I will continue to be watching to see how he shapes up. And I'm not going to lie. I have been impressed. From the very beginning, I've been impressed with crypto. 
I've said it in the middle of the feed while people were bitching and griping about him. Lady Vex, Mike Steele Jr., take a pick, name a person. I've said it. I have well, no Lady problems Vex, with Lady crypto. Vex seems like she likes to bitch about anybody in the feed, so that doesn't seem like that's any new news. So. Well, what a lot of people don't understand about Vex is she's a bitch. Like, through and through, she is a bitch, and she is proud of it, and that is my sister. I have the right to call her a bitch because I'm a dick. We are two peas in a fucking pod, and we are going to piss everybody off the best way that we can. However, Lady Vex is also towing a line, because much like me, she was also banned, and she has a microscope around her. So she has to behave a certain way, and she can't do things the way that she would like to. So instead of going off on people like I do, because apparently I'm allowed to get away with it now, she just makes subtle jabs and gripes. Well, I personally would like now. Here, you know, like I said, um, I don't don't know. You and I I have not had had, uh, any. any, uh, any real run-ins, Malice, real but, run-ins, uh, Malice. you know, I, Lady Vex is not a fan of myself. I really never had any run-ins with her, so I, I don't don't know where that comes from. Uh, however, I would like to see her take more time, um, less time throwing her jabs out at people, uh, and maybe more time teaching her husband how to wrestle, because I, I believe Jonathan Ryo needs a wrestling lesson and a trash talk lesson. But uh, that's just my opinion, and since it's my show, I'm entitled to it. So, anything else that you would like to touch on there? Uh, well, Mr. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we agree do, with we do you. We do appreciate the, your call. So. I'm gonna agree with you on the the Jonathan Rio needs a trash talk lesson. Because by God, does that guy not know how to work a microphone? I've tried. Trust me, I have tried, <laughs> and he has improved a little bit with what I've taught him. I'm not gonna lie, he has improved a little from what I've taught him. But as far as wrestling goes, uh, I'm not going to discredit that guy, man. He's got some in-ring talent. Like, I've looked at some of his matches, and he's squashed some of the best wrestlers in the business. So I'm not going to sell that guy short. Well, since you mentioned some of the best wrestlers in the business, I, I do, you know, I, you know, as much as my character may be in the game, maybe you know, a little trash talk stuff like that. I, I do like the history of WU and back to the old Ross Stills, and you know, it seems to me from our conversation today that you go, you go way, way, way back in this game. So, if you don't mind, uh, before we let you go, can you share with us some, some maybe a couple, a handful of maybe the best opponents as far as overall ring skills, trash talk skills, all kinds of skills that you shared the ring with? your time here man i've got a long long list but it is it's broken up i have categories i've got wrestlers that i'm impressed with i've got talkers that i'm impressed with i've got people who hit the scenes and do promos that i'm impressed with like i I look at every aspect of unstoppable i don't just look at certain things that's what a lot of people don't understand about me like I might be that guy that's just there in the feed and in the scenes to piss you off, but at the end of the day, once I'm done doing that bullshit that's just there to make me laugh, I'm also a very, very serious competitor. Like, I've broken a lot of people and shit throughout the years. But that's not what you asked me. You asked me to tell you who I've been impressed with, and we're going to start with in the ring. I've 
over the years, I'm gonna I'm gonna name a few uh, old older folks for the blast from the past folks. You know those with the nostalgia vibes, and then I'm gonna bring in some newer names as well, just because I like to keep a little bit of balance. But I mean, obviously, you've got people like Big Boy Buddy who's beating the shit out of everybody thousands of times over. He's a, a fucking School of Hard Knocks original member. Like, you don't get any better than that. You've got Sassy Applebee's, you've got Cheese Fries, of course, you've got Claymore and the rest of the esoteric crew. Like, there are so many people that you can go through if you just look in the past and if you just go find some old scenes, especially, like, I don't know, look into maybe uh, El Guapo's Unstoppable Almanac Company where their scenes is documented from 2010 up into uh, fucking 2014. You just go through there, find some scenes, click on some people, look at the shit that they were talking, find some old company scenes and look at the matches that are posted in there and you'll find new ways to use your moves. I guarantee it. You will learn new strategies if you look at some of the elite from back in the day. But moving on to some of the more impressive wrestlers from today's age, I've been thoroughly impressed by one Wooga Booga. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, I had my first run in and encounter with him over in Global Elite, just like I did with Crypto. As a matter of fact, I've watched him and Crypto put on some incredible programs over there. Like, by God, the things that these two guys do, and they don't even like each other. Like, that is guaranteed fire. You put those two together anywhere, it is guaranteed fire. Tickets are going to sell. Just fucking do it. That's all I'm going to say. I've been thoroughly impressed by that, man. You know, I've been, in this business, I've, been in, I've been in this business for a long time now, and I can honestly say, uh, Mr. Malice, that's probably the first time besides myself I've heard anybody say the term sell tickets and you know i think at the end of the day we forget sometimes that this place is about wrestling trash talking selling tickets to the fans so you know, i'm sorry for the interruption there well i mean you're you're perfectly fine and this is your show if you got something that you want to get across with all means cut me off as many times as you want to but like I'm, I'm right there with you man like a lot of people forget that we come here to uh, make our fans enjoy the product that we put on we are here to put on an incredible show and beat the hell out of each other. And a lot of people lose sight of that. There's so many people that are just here to try to find their next fucking spouse or whatever. It is, it's like you're focusing on the wrong things here. You're looking for love in a business. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're here to perform, not try to make the next fucking porn. You got so many people that are just worried about who likes them, and how many friends they can make. Hell, I've even seen more people more concerned about the number of fans that they have in their fan club than the number of asses that they put in the seats. And that, to me, is backwards. I've always been a showman first. Ever since I got the game from Spicy McHaggis, Spiky, Spicy McHaggis, I can't talk, and Relic Reed way back in FBW, 2008, 2009, ever since I got the game from them, I have always been a showman first. Only reason why I'm more of a troll these days is because I'm lazy as fuck, and, well, honestly, I don't feel like there's anybody around that's worth me actually showing up to perform. 
Now, here in BBA, British Ballers Association or whatever they call it, I don't know. I don't look at the names. I just use acronyms. Um, I'm currently doing a little something with Sid Steele, just spur of the moment, and it looks like it might take off. Crypto, like I said, he has potential. Uh, I've tried to work a few angles with him. I brought him over into Malice Island, and I was going to do some shit there with him. Uh, I pitched him the ideas that I was doing, and if he was on board with it, we were. Go- I was going to script some shit up so that way we can, you know, actually put together a nice plot and have a solid flow to it. And he was on board for it for a while and then suddenly decided he was going to flip shit and started changing up the entire angle, which as the company owner, and I'm using this angle as a way to get everyone involved in what I'm doing, uh, I was a little bit off-put by the fact that he was like, fuck your angle, I'm going to do what I want. So I pretty much just said, well, fuck him in that aspect and moved on without him, and then he left. Now, I'm not going to lie, uh, it was kind of like a, uh, 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 I did kind of feel like it was a slap in the face to have him just pretty much take the whole, well, this is what you want me to do. I'm okay with it in the inbox, but once we go into the scenes, I'm not okay with it at all whatsoever. And and then just leave once I decided, well, I don't, if you're not going to go along with what I, I completely out of character let you know this is what I'm planning, then I'll just move on without you since you're not vital to what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? You're correct. But, but you know, like, He's his own person. He has his career to look after, and I do not fault him for taking his best interest to heart. Like, he's told me previously, and this is why I don't fault him for it, he told me previously after we had a conversation about it that he believed I was going to utilize my angle as a way to trick him into getting out of his element or bringing in some other people to bash him and shit like that, which was not my agenda at all whatsoever, but you have to protect yourself, and it was a wise move on his part to go self-preservation over keeping the angle a lot. Right. I've been impressed with his angle work. I'm not too impressed with his trash talking. If he does more talking about the person that he's talking to rather than bigging himself up, I might appreciate his banter more. But for right now, since majority of his trash talk is just, hey, guys, look at me. This is what I can do. I'm not that impressed. It's just like watching Stewart on Mad TV. Like, you can flap your arms and kick your leg up behind you and tell people to look what I can do. But at the end of the day, you still look retarded. Just saying. But there's not many talkers active these days. There are not many talkers active these days. So it's, it's... not really much of a uh, breeding ground, so to speak, in order to find somebody to impress you. So when it comes to trash talkers, I've pretty much been looking at the same people that I've been interacting with since the beginning. Holly Sinai, Lady Vex, Devola, Claymore, Jobu, anybody that can clearly get more than just a a clever one-liner in, like they actually have the ability to shut someone down without laying a hand on them, I respect them. Now, personally, I don't have that ability. Yes, I can talk circles around multiple people in the industry, but at some point or another, my violent tendencies are going to kick in and somebody's going to get punched, kicked, stabbed, shot, something. 
<laughs> but I am still perusing things at my leisure. You might not see me join any, or you might catch me joining some you didn't think that I would join. Like, I'm sure some people are looking at it like, holy shit, she know joined Money, Shoe, Money Sue's radio show ch- uh, ch- uh, scene. Yeah, I did. I well, totally hey, you did. know, I, I, like I said, I, I take it, uh, I don't take it personally. I, I, I got some haters out there. Like I said, I've been, you know, I, I'm sure you don't know the history of me much as I don't know the history of you. Uh, you know, oh, I've no, been I here a long time. Well, what what is the money history well. here? I know your history very well. I've had some run-ins with you over in Sacrifice Championship. I've I've, I've seen the spats between you and Mordred, and I've seen your, your run-ins with the Renegades as well as Kindred. I, I know a little bit about you. I'm not going to say that I know everything about you, but I've also yeah, taken well, a few jabs know, at you alongside the Renegades. Well, but that, you know, uh, I jab at everybody, so don't take that personally. Well, you know, you know, uh, a couple of names you mentioned there, Morgan Nightwalker, heck of a competitor, heck of a trash talker, heck of a role player. Nothing but respect for Morgan Nightwalker, uh, one of the toughest I've ever been in the ring with. Um, I've not seen him in a while, so hope all is well with Morgan. Uh, as far as the Renegades, uh, big rivalry for me. Um, not so much a rivalry anymore for the simple fact that, you know, all great rivalries have a pretty uh, pretty equal ratio, like the uh, – Old, uh, oh, yeah, you got to be able to Chicago, get what you get. The Chicago Bulls and the Pistons back in the day, you know, a great rivalry. Pistons won a lot oh, early man. on in the Those 90s. bad boy Pistons. That, you didn't brought up my favorite basketball that, team. <laughs> yep, and then after a while, though, you know, uh, Jordan and Pippen kind of ended that rivalry. They dominated, but, you know, it was a rivalry. Uh, just like the uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady got the best of Peyton. Peyton got the breath of Tom Brady sometime. But, you know, when it comes to Money Sue and the Renegades, uh, Money Sue has always gotten the best of the Renegades. Well, I'm not going to say anything on that because I really don't care either way which way those rivalries go. I'm not involved in them. (laughs) I do watch them. Don't get me wrong. I I do like to watch them for the entertainment factor. But as far as who gets the best of who, I, I don't really formulate opinions on it. I'm just a, a spectator. That's right. Well, you know, uh, anything you want to say in closing before we let you go? Because uh, we're getting ready to end the show here on this special edition of Money Talks. Uh, your, your phone call and your listening was much appreciated. You're welcome uh, Welcome anytime you want to come on here. So anything in closing there, Mr. Malice? Well, man, the only thing that I'm going to say is to anybody that is actually out there listening from the Unstoppable community, anybody listening to the replay, however you're getting these these words in your ears, don't be so uptight. Like, seriously, there's a, a disconnect needed between you and the person behind the monitor. You, you You have to be able to take things in stride and laugh at things that you know aren't being said to you directly as with like with malicious intent, like we're all here for the same reasons we all looking to distract ourselves from whatever's going on in life, and whichever aspect people are using to do that is what they're going to jump on. Like me personally, I'm a trash talker. I'm going to say the most offensive thing that I can come up with because. That's my objective. I want you to feel like I hurt you when you read it. 
And then you have to come back to me and tell me, like, damn, bro, that was, like, the most fucked up shit ever, but I got some more shit for you, and then fire right back on me because that's how it's supposed to go. Like, all of this running to the mods to get people banned shit is for the birds, and if you are one of the people that are doing it, nut the fuck up or get the fuck out because you're ruining a great game with your pussy antics. With that said, I am going to wish you luck on all of your future broadcasts, and I appreciate you allowing me time here on your show. All right, anytime, buddy. Take care. Thank you for calling in, and uh, I agree with uh, I agree with your last statement there. So take care, and like I said, uh, hopefully you'll join us in the uh, future. Oh yeah, I might I might tune in if I got a little spare time. Appreciate it. Take care, buddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Malice uh, calling in live on uh, this special edition of Money Talks. So, okay, everybody, I want to recap a few things here real quick. Uh, we were joined today by the CryptoZoom Mauler who wanted to call in and uh, speak his mind. Uh, he felt that uh, in the past he was not given the opportunity to get on the air and speak what was on his mind, so he was holding it in for a while. So uh, he was more than welcome to come on to my show. Uh, you know, I said it clearly, and I'll say it again. Anybody is welcome to come on my show as long as you follow the rules. Uh, Okay, everybody, sorry for the dead air. Uh, we got booted there for a second. But I uh, just want to thank everybody for calling in today, and uh, we will catch you soon on Money Talks. We're not back to the original schedule yet, but I will keep everybody posted. So thank you, everybody, for calling in, uh, CryptoZoom Mauler and uh, Mr. Malice. Uh, and like I said, everybody's welcome to call. If you want something you need talked about, uh, hit me up in my inbox. So until next time, everybody in WU land, uh, stop reporting people. Stop trying to get people banned wrestle and trash talk, and don't take everything so personally. Take care. Good night.